I like your shirt. An eagle shirt, Philly Eagles. Yeah. Let's go. It's a that's a good tee though. It is right. Like no shade, no shade to the Eagles, but I feel like their merch game is pretty weak. Their merch game is pretty weak. Like I don't think that they have the best designers, but I think that that one's really cool. Yeah, this is vintage, and I actually got mm -hmm. it in Brooklyn, I think, mm. which I think is really funny. Do you do you live in Philly? I live in Brooklyn. Oh, word. I did. Yeah, yeah. Why did I think you lived in Philly? Well, we'll find out right after the intro. <laughs> It's Rashad, and this is Wear Many Hats, presented by Dasar, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. Anna Shoemaker is a musician based in Brooklyn. Anna has great pop singles out now, such as It's Depression, Sick, and Calming, three song titles that really go together when you are feeling sick, depressed, and want someone to call you. Her music has been featured in Ear Milk, Nylon, WXPN. Anna Shoemaker looks phenomenal in a cowboy hat, so it's great to have her on Wear Many Hats. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Thanks Good. for having me. <laughs> it's great to have you. It's great to have you on the show. We were talking about the Eagles t-shirt. Aren't you from Philly? I'm from Philly, yeah. <laughs> so that's. I think that's how we connected because like, I'm also from Philly too. Word. And now you live in Brooklyn and I live in Brooklyn. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Were you born and raised in Philly or in and around? Yeah, I was born and raised in Philadelphia in um, in like Northeast Philly. I miss Philly. I love Philly and miss Philly. Lately, I've been going back a lot, which yeah. I have been doing all my life. It's funny. I was just, um, I'm in LA right now and I was just doing a shoot with the photographers from Philly and we just had the best day together. Like we just chatted and like at the end I was thinking like, wow, the only other people that I can like talk to like that are from Philly. And that's that. What's the, <laughs> so how do you talk to them? Like, what do you mean? You know, just like how we're talking, like, just like, you know, just like, I think that there's something special to be said about people from Philly. Of course, everywhere, all yeah. around in Philly. They're just, <laughs> just wilding out. It's so yeah. good. Whereas, like in New York, you kind of censor in, sorta, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. In Philly, we're just like, we're talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Congrats on uh, making it to Spotify's playlist for Fresh Finds. It's definitely going to be you. one of many. <clears throat> Thank you. It's been a journey. Were you excited? Yeah, I was excited. I mean, <clears throat> I try not to like let any of that stuff really like inform success. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I really try to just focus on being creative, but I'd be lying if I said, you know, it doesn't feel good to get recognition for like your hard work and, you know, 
<clears throat> it's like, you know, I think anyone, yeah. I try to though, like stay focused on like, okay, if I like it, then that's all that matters, you know? Exactly. But now you're with a lot of new faces, maybe even with some current faces. So everyone's going to be finding your music. It's exciting. I mean, this song in particular, I think is like resonating with people for some reason. It's depression because, um, I don't know, maybe like everyone's depressed. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of talk about depression and mental health on this pod for sure. Yeah. I think it's important. Like it's, it, it's really important. You know, it's like, if we're not talking about that, then are we friends? You know, like, that's like like what you got to get into with the people you love, you know? Definitely. I feel like I've been saying depression or the word depressed a lot recently. And I think it has to deal with obviously like seasonal depression. Oh yeah. For sure. I mean, that's a huge thing. People, I mean, I I've have a ton of friends who say that they're struggling right now with seasonal depression. Right now it's 80 degrees in LA. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like sweating a lot. And also I'm like, I still feel kind of like, mm, it's nice out, but like, I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. Do you play a lot of shows out in Los Angeles? So I hadn't been here since basically before the pandemic I've, I played, um, like before the pandemic, I played a show out here and then, um, yeah, this is like my first time back in a minute, but I do like playing out here. There's, you know, it's definitely different, a different vibe. Um, but I'm playing two shows out here this week and the first one was on Tuesday and it was really fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Have you done a full tour yet? No, that's kind of like my next move, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. Would you bring Middle Part out with you, who's also featured on It's Depression? Depending on his schedule, depend. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, he's he's really one of my best friends, so I would love to. How'd you guys meet? We met on a dating app. No way. Yeah, we met on a dating app, and we went on a date, and we followed each other on Instagram, and we didn't talk for months after the date. And then he like posted something on his Instagram story. He posted a song he was working on. And I was like, can we write a song like this? And then he was like, come over. And I went over and we just wrote It's Depression. And then we became so close, like hung out all the time. And now we're just really good friends. It's it's really a strange, strange story. But so relatable. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because for me, dating apps have only ever made me friends it's really crazy like I feel like I have so many people that they're like oh how did you meet so and so I'm like Mm -hmm. we went on one day and it didn't work out but then we followed followed each other on Instagram and it's like now we're friends did you know he was a musician before yeah I did and I really really liked his music I stalked him and I was like oh his music's really good and then we are just so similar in the worst ways that sometimes it's like a bit much when we're hanging out if that makes sense right like but then it's like when it's good it's like we're besties but then sometimes Mm. we like 
we clash we can clash sometimes but as anyone does you know sounds definitely like you know when people say oh i love him like a brother yeah exactly that's so true yeah <laughs> i do love him like a brother i'm so surprised that you brought that up because i was just watching your new music video for its depression and you guys definitely vibe really well together yeah he that that video is definitely funny he like we were just kind of like fucking around it was really fun to shoot that we also shot it with our friend josephina and she and my manager sydney was there like it was just like a whole family affair so it felt really fun to do it's got bushwick written all over it yeah he lives in bushwick and we shot it mostly at his apartment and um at a different studio in bushwick mm -hmm. that's cool that's cool you can see like the graffiti the yeah. graffiti tours in the background you got oh, yeah. doordash <laughs> left and right <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. And the rooftop looks very familiar, too. Yeah, you've probably been there. I feel like they throw parties. There's people in that building that throw parties there, but I've never gone. Or been All the there. time. <laughs> All the time. Man, we're just jumping into music videos right now only because of the fact that I spent all morning watching every single one of your music videos. Wow. Which one was your favorite? I mean, the recent one for it's depression is really good but you can see your progress it's kind of bizarre i mean like watching your music videos all day from your sound from 2018 to 2020 like your sound has completely shifted for sure yeah i mean for me it's like it's definitely that's definitely the case because it's like it's my my songwriting and the way it's like I like my songs to sound the way that they make you feel you know mm -hmm. and I think like like I just have a lot there's a lot of emotion that goes into my songs obviously and um it's just kind of like been my diary so it's like of course you know over however many years like I'm like growing up you know I'm like getting like like to a place where I feel more comfortable with myself. So I think that the music is really reflecting that. And I'm a very visual person. Like when mm. I'm writing, I'm thinking of videos and stuff. And I think like in the beginning, I didn't have as much of a vision just because I didn't, you know, you can't, you can't really visualize what you don't know, if that makes sense. Like I didn't know how to make a music video. I didn't know what I looked like on camera or what I want, where I like, what angles and stuff like that, or like how, what, what would make me like, I didn't know how to express myself. And I think just like, I've learned so much. And now like, I'm like, for my next single, like I'm editing the music video. I just edited one. Um, I had made the one for sick, you know, I just feel like it's more, it's more of a, it's, it's just always been like a process. So it's great to hear that you think it's evolved because like, I hope it has, because it's just who I am as a person, you know? Definitely. And I see you running around with your uh, camcorder. Yeah. So you're picking up visuals left and right. Yeah. Well, we just, that's, that's, I mean, I did lose the charger to my video camera. So like <laughs> it's been a struggle, but like, I just, I really do love like I love taking pictures of my friends too. I love like taking videos. Um, I, I really, I really do think that that's a really cool art form because like songwriting, it's like, 
it's like capturing a memory you know but unlike mm-hmm. songwriting songwriting kind of like you can capture a memory and then it can shift in time so like I could write a song and then in five years from now that song will mean something completely different to me but like when you take a video it's kind of there because it's visual it's mm-hmm. not as you know that's kind of like I don't know but sometimes it changes meaning sometimes you can see like oh wow I was like I can tell that there's like pain in my eyes or like oh I was really happy or like stuff like that you know definitely it's probably I'm probably wrong, but in 2018, it seems like you like to write songs about smoking weed and that's how you were feeling back then. Yeah, I definitely used to smoke a lot (laughs) and I actually haven't smoked in a while. I stopped smoking like probably like a couple months ago because I got COVID and it really messed me up. And my doctor was like, you should stop smoking weed. She's like, you smoke weed. (laughs) And I was like, uh so yeah also i mean people go through phases like you know people smoke weed then they don't smoke weed then they smoke weed again that's like the cool thing about life it's like you can really yeah like i could do it later in life but yeah i definitely used to smoke a lot of weed (laughs) yeah and and no it's it's great i it's just like watching and like listening to your sound in 2018 it's like WXPN and Nylon like to coin you as Olivia Rodrigo and you're not industry <laughs> plant by any means. When I was like listening from 2018 to now, you kind of remind me of Carly Rae Jepsen, but I'm oh, not trying to yeah. like compare. I love her. I mean, yeah, I just think for me, like my older music I definitely like, like I said, I, you can't really, it's hard to have an imagination when you don't know necessarily, like when you don't have confidence in yourself and you don't necessarily know what you're capable of. And I think that the more and more I've proved to myself what I'm capable of, the bigger imagination I can have with my songs. So it's like a lot of my early stuff, you can hear those like pop influences, those like Mm top 40 influences and like now I think you still can obviously but now it's a little more like in my own world if that makes sense you know I have a little bit more of an imagination within my own artist project rather than having to like be like should I make some should I be pop or should I be rock or should I be in should I be Phoebe Bridgers or should I be Carly Rae Jepsen and now it's kind of more just like come it comes naturally it's not as much like like directly streamlined like like oh I want to make a song like this Taylor Swift song you know Mm -hmm. what I mean did you ever write songs back in Philly yeah I I grew up kind of like I in Philly I when I was growing up I didn't have any friends who like made music or Mm -hmm. were in music so I just did it and I thought I was so weird I was just like doing it in middle school And then in high school and stuff, I was just kind of like doing it on my own as like, like a secret hobby, you know? And then, yeah, I was always kind of just writing music. I I really, when I was young, I really liked writing poetry. That was just kind of like, I don't know why. I just like to do that. And then I would kind of sort of turn them into songs sometimes or whatever. That's usually (laughs) the gateway drug. Yeah, I went to school for poetry too. And then by the end, when I was graduating, like my last semester 
um, it's like, obviously when you're in college, like I went to a state school. So it's like, when you start out, you're like in math classes and blah, blah, blah. But once you fill your requirements, like my last semester, it's like, all, it was all poetry classes, like senior, whatever. And for my, I remember for my like final projects, I just was like, by the end, I was just not even turning in poems. I would just email my professor's songs mm-hmm. and it'd be like, this isn't the assignment. And then I'd like type out the lyrics and send it to them. And then they'd be like, this still like, isn't really a poem, but like, it's creative. So like, mm-hmm. no one really knew, like, I feel like this one pr- professor in particular was like, I don't really know what to do with you because it's like, it's not like you're putting, it's not like you're not putting in the work, but you're not doing this, but you are doing, you're not doing the assignment. But like, I, she's like, I feel like I should pass you because like, you know, you're doing what you want to do, but also right. it's like, this isn't what we're teaching. I don't know. It was, <laughs> kind of funny I just wanted to do music that's all I wanted and now you understood the assignment yeah I understood the assignment. <laughs> I mean maybe maybe <laughs> but also in the sick visualizer great single I'm playing that on repeat thank you and you're lying around on a floor bed and I feel like there's a lot of meaning in having a floor bed whereas when you bring someone home you never met before it's all red flag emojis yeah but yeah I think with that visualizer that's not my apartment that's someone else's apartment and for that visualizer I kind of just wanted like like that was the, that's the first single off of my album that's going to come out next year and I really just wanted like a clean slate. Like I just wanted, you know, to just kind of, I didn't want the backgrounds to be distracting. You know, I wanted it to just kind of be like reintroducing myself as an artist and not really like, you know, putting anything on it. And then I think, you know, with, then I just kind of like, yeah. That's kind of what I what the idea was behind that. I just wanted it to be really simple. And um, I think it, yeah, it's definitely like that fuckboy vibe. For <laughs> sure. But like, <laughs> fuckboy vibe, but like wow. make it cute, make it chic, like wow. make vintage dress, you know? I, I literally, before you said that, was about to say, I've always wanted a floor bed. But now that you said that, I'm glad I never had a floor bed. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not a good look. It's not uh, a good look. But sometimes I mean, that's what I, my, I actually my boyfriend had his had his mattress on the floor for a while because something had happened to his bed and it worked for him, you know? He's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my ex, she had a floor bed and I always thought it was charming because you get to see like you have like this giant flat screen you're like on the level yeah of everything everything's like so close to you and you can just like pick up your ball yeah right on the side of your bed i mean there's like it's like low risk having a a low bed you know nothing's gonna like if you have your computer it's not gonna fall off like right now we all have frames because we want storage (laughs) true (laughs) true except my friend told me it's really bad for your spirit to have things under your bed i'm like no well, shit I do, but yeah apparently bad for your spirit it's really bad like yeah it's really bad for your spirit apparently 
not I wish like, I could, like I wish I could call him into this podcast right now because he would go off. He like was very passionate about this. Do you think that like there's a demonic spirit underneath the bed that can fuck with your spirit? And so if you have a bad day the next day, it's because of what was going on under your bed that day? I don't think so. See, I have always had shit under my bed my whole life. Right. And I'm not about to stop. So me either. Me either. It's like where I just put everything that I just don't need to see right now. You know, you're just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so if you had a Casper mattress, the Casper spirit is fucking with your spirit because you had your guitars under your bed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Do you play guitar in your, your band? Um, no, I don't play guitar live, but I do play guitar when I'm writing. And I mm. do... Um, I do play guitar in general. Yeah. Um, on my next single, I actually played the guitar that they play that that's in the song, which is cool. Do you have a whole band on deck when you're writing? Um, when I'm writing, I usually write, I'll write with a producer or I'll write by myself and then I'll bring it to a producer or I'll write with the producer. Um, yeah, it, it, it really varies. I have to tell my cousin his coffee is outside his door because I got, <laughs> got him coffee. What'd you get him? He wanted a iced vanilla latte. Damn. Yeah. Wait, where'd you go? Just like a coffee shop down the street. Oh, okay. Not. Fuck. I just got back from LA like a month ago and I've been there for so long, but all I can think of right now, and I feel like I'm saying this in literally every episode is Air One. You don't get coffee at Air One. Oh no, that is where I went. Well, that was just the closest place. Yeah, but it no. was like a coffee. It was like a, they had like a little coffee area. No shit. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah, better be. It's like a million dollars, but it's filled yeah. with It wasn't shit. that bad though. And I also got a, I got a breakfast burrito from there. Oh, let's go. Yeah. And I also got this, the, oh, I don't even want to plug it on the show. So I'll tell you later. Yo, plug <laughs> it. What's good? Oh, so I got that. Like, I really wanted to try it. Bella Hadid's like drink that she made. Oh, yo, Kin. I've been trying. I've been dying to try Kin. Is it good? Oh, you haven't, I haven't tried it yet. yet. I actually picked one up yesterday not not yesterday yeah yesterday i was in the city and everyone is like pushing this like wellness thing but like they're not trying to be like around this whole wellness thing anymore yeah. it's like a the weird part is the store is called 420 i'm like dude what the fuck man <laughs> and he just he just came back from la and he just like moved back from california and all his stuff was stocked with kin and like CBD and weed, but wow. I've been trying, I've been, I mean, I guess I'm not dying to try again, but it looks kind of crazy. I just like the branding. I like any kind of good branding and I love too. beverage. Like I love a drink that's not coffee, that's not water and it's mm. not alcoholic. Like I like like a sparkling moment. I don't love kombucha, honestly, cause it's kind of, uh. I don't know. I feel like it's like, I don't know. I like, but I really like a drink, especially if I'm hungover. Like I like like a sparkling water situation. Right. So, I feel like so, pins so. might be good, but also I, 
I just doubt it like makes, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'll let you know. Yeah, definitely. And after you have Ken and you love it, it's going to be on your rider for all of <laughs> I'm like, I need 12 cans of Ken. Damn. She's like, wow, funny. it's exceeding the budget. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that you love branding specifically only because I love your branding with your. Thank you. So it's, it's great. It pops. Thank you. That actually means a lot because. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's just like me. Like I'm like, I ask, I'm like, I just try to be as real as possible. And that's just how, what, I, like what I go by. I'm like, I just, cause I never want to feel like my worst fear is like doing something that's like not me and, or like, okay. So like if I put a song out that feels not me, or if I like do something that doesn't feel like me, it's like, if it does well, Mm -hmm. that'll make me feel like shit because it's not me and then I can't do that again because it won't feel good Makes and then sense. if I, if it does poorly then I'm like this sucks because this isn't a representation of who I am you know what right. I mean so I really think it's just so important to just keep it real all the time because then if it doesn't do if you fuck up then it's like okay well at least I was being me and at least I believe in it but if it does well then you're like this is cool. This is me. This is, yeah, no problem. <laughs> right. And it's not like so curated, you know? Yeah. Oh, thank you. you just, I like, well, put out what because it's that's not like, I don't know. That's just, I mean, I think it's cool when some artists I like really admire are very curated and like very decisive and very clear with their branding. And for me, that is just not who I am as a person. So I don't think it makes sense. Like there's definitely times where I'm like, oh, I wish I could be more like her, like just mm -hmm. posting like this, but like for some reason I have to like post like a picture of like my body with Avril Lavigne pasted over, you know what I mean? Like over the head, like for some <laughs> reason I have to like be annoying or I have to like, do, like, I just like to like, I don't know. I just think whatever your thing is, you find, you should find it and then just lean into that right. because it'll make you feel good to be yourself. Do you feel like you have to post all the time to keep up with the algorithm or? No, I don't. Flow? I used to. And then I used to like, I don't. Now I actually do feel like the less you post, the more, does that make sense? The less you post, the more like, the algorithm hits for some reason. I don't know. I don't really it definitely, know about the algorithm, but it definitely hits different when you don't do anything for like two weeks or something. Yeah. And then you post, but like, um, I really, that's when I start thinking about that kind of stuff, like when my mind starts going there, I'm like, yeah, no, we're, we're not doing that. We're not. That's good. That. <laughs> that's good. You don't have a TikTok, do you? Or do you? I do. I do have a TikTok, and that is where my, I am most raw. <laughs> I am TikTok for me is like it might as well be like the videos I sent to my cousins and my sister. That's good. So it's like fun. My TikTok is is not like if you think my Instagram isn't curated, my TikTok is not curated. I don't even know how a TikTok can be curated. It's like crazy videos left and yeah. right. Yeah. It's just basically my best friend and I like fucking around. In a TikTok house. <laughs> yeah in a tiktok house <laughs> yes i live in a hype house that's why i'm in la 
who would you want to have in your TikTok house? Would it be I I have I'm thinking middle part, Richie Quake. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would want yes, I would want if I was to if I was to curate the perfect TikTok house, it would be me, my best friend Lily, Andreas, Richie Quake, middle part and we need we need like a wild card in there to like and like who's someone that's great on tiktok no maybe that would be it maybe that and then like a bunch of animals a bunch of puppies and kittens oh of course that would be perfect i'm picturing it right now just the <laughs> trampoline of animals bouncing yeah like baby bunnies baby kitties and baby dogs I feel like you guys would come out with like the best trifecta single. Probably, probably. I feel like that's going to be your tour. Yeah, I mean, I would. That would be my dream to go on tour with my friends, for sure. I love. It's cool. It's cool having friends in music because it's like we do the same thing. So it's just like I can always call them and ask them for help. Are most of your friends in music? No, I mean. Now I would say a lot of them are, but they didn't used to be. My friendships, it's really just been over the past four years, I think that like I've really started to build friendships in the industry. But like before that, I was just kind of like doing my own thing. Like no one in my family's in music. None of my friends growing up were in music. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister's like works for a tech startup. Like it's like not like that. My no. parents are like both into sports and like, yeah as they should be from philly yeah i mean they're not they're not even like philly fans though they're they're new york fans (laughs) god forbid anything happens between you and your boyfriend but if anything happens like a breakup or anything i'm pretty sure you would come out with a fire single (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i mean i also think I used to think that you had to like, I don't know. I think you can still tap into that emotion. Like, I don't think you have to necessarily be, I'm in my feelings all the time. Like mm-hmm. I could be, I could write this out a song and be happy. You know, I, I can really, I'm really a highly emotional person. So it's really easy for me to tap into that. Have you ever written for other musicians? Yeah, I mean, I write with my friends sometimes. Um, I've done like some pitch sessions and stuff like that. And it's cool. I really, really, I really like doing that. I like, because I also, it's it almost feels like acting, you know? It's kind of like, okay, getting into a different person's head and writing from their perspective. I think that's really, really cool. I kind of do, like when I'm writing for myself even, it's like my artist persona is kind of like, I write like, okay, what would Anna Shoemaker, the artist say? Because sometimes it's like Anna Shoemaker, the artist is way more confident than Anna Shoemaker, the person. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just like, it's anyone. Like it's what, what you project on social media doesn't always reflect. You don't like post always like the shitty days, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense yeah i'm like thinking do i no <laughs> sometimes i do i mean sometimes yeah sometimes i do for sure but like do you have a finsta i have a finsta do? yeah 
So do all your friends like follow your real friends follow you on the Finsta? Um, my Finsta is yeah, but I don't really post on it that much, and it's not that funny. Like, I have friends who have like funny Finstas. Like my Finsta is not like that. I mean, it's it depends. Like sometimes I'll go and I'll post on it like five times, but then like other times I'm like. I don't really remember too because like I feel like my Instagram is kind of like a finsta oh really yeah like my I just like post whatever so it's like it's kind of a lot of work to like keep it up on both <laughs> no no definitely I just feel like on the Anna Shoemaker real deal account it would be like management and you just like figuring out like the right things or whatever oh, yeah name. yeah and then on the fence it's like oh yeah here's me and my kid's friend or something yeah yeah or I mean, my friend's kid yeah totally it's funny because i like did a test post on my finsta for like for this like title video i was doing i wanted to see like what it was the best like how it looked the best on my finsta mm -hmm. and my friend was like why are you like posting this on like like i like forgot to delete it and then like so my friends commented, I was like, guys, this is not like, I don't know. It's just funny. I don't really use it. Yeah, maybe I should use it. Maybe I'll use it today. I'm going to use it today. <laughs> wow, that's good. That's good. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow, and you're also dipping in the title too. Yeah, I mean, they're just, they, title is amazing. Like they are a really, really cool company. I think they really care about, emerging artists and they really um they're really supportive and it's really amazing it's awesome they have a small team and they're all just they all just care so much i did not expect to hear that yeah it's it's really it's really cool working with them was awesome it felt like working with other artists creatives they don't feel like music industry bros they feel like they feel like really um like I don't know I really liked working with them wait you worked with industry bros before I just know the industry <laughs> bro vibes you know like and maybe maybe I'm just over maybe I'm just generalizing but mm -hmm. like there's a definite expectation when you're like working with a big company like title or if you're like like what because I was doing their like rising series and I was nervous mm -hmm. to work with them because you know, they're a big company, but it's like, it felt like I was just working with like friends, you know, they're so, they were so nice. So I was just, I guess I was intimidated, which is probably on me because I had <laughs> no reason to be intimidated by them because no. they're nice people, but yeah, it was awesome. Wow. That's good to hear. So you you don't discriminate. You're all for all the platforms. Yeah, no, I like, I, I, um, I really, Spotify has been great too. Apple music has been really great. I think for me, it was just like, um, the approachability of title really, um, was what did it for me. I just think like, cause I like to be very approachable and like, very, like, I don't, you know, but obviously Spotify is like such a big company. So they have so much going on. You seem very approachable. Thank you. Thank you. Like I wasn't at your show at the Jane, but I feel like after the show at the Jane, you would come out and meet up, meet your fans. 
Oh yeah, we like partied after. It was so fun. That's amazing. Yeah. I have a friend staying at the Jane right now, which is really, he's staying there for a month. Wow, that's cool. I've never been there. There's a party there tonight you should go to. There's always a party every day. Yeah, my friend is throwing the party there tonight and I think it looks fun. I wish I could go. Do you party a lot? It depends. Sometimes no, sometimes yes. I'm not like, when I do, I do, but I'm more, I really am pretty introverted and kind of a homebody. So if I'm like out too much, I like to just like, like I really like to be home and chilling. No, definitely. If you weren't a musician, what would you be? I would maybe want to be a photographer or as I was actually talking about this with my aunt last night, I would love to be an English teacher. No way. Yeah, I love like, I like my favorite thing about college was like reading and doing like essays on books. <laughs> That's a whole completely different field from being a musician. See, to me, it just doesn't feel different at all for some reason. Like, because oh, you're like on a stage, like in class. Almost. It's like a form of performing too, but then also just like, yeah, a lot of like thinking, unpacking emotions, unpacking like meaning of shit, you know. I think it'd be cool. But also maybe I don't know. That's a good question. I can't imagine myself doing anything else, so that's tough. Really? Do you mm-hmm. think that you if your career accelerated and then suddenly there was like an in for you to become like an actress as well? Would you do start doing some roles i entered i actually was started um college as a theater major so i do love yeah definitely for sure oh you'd audition for sure yeah for sure i'd be in there wow gossip girl let's go (laughs) (laughs) exactly hats off to you on all these things that you do for somewhere many has to start solutions do you think bands ever had a line in their songs for sponsored content like hip-hop does and would you ever do it no (laughs) but but i understand why people do it like it works sometimes but like like it works like it works for drake like it works in some songs but like my it would not it would not be good with my music (laughs) like if you were you had a song and you like loved kin so much you'd throw kin in there well i did write the see i wrote my one song about my fendi cowboy boots and i just wrote i didn't wasn't being paid by fendi obviously but like i think like if it's natural obviously but like no i I don't think i don't think it would work fendi cowboy boots yeah classic if you were to get a chest tattoo quote what would it be um it would be hold up wait a minute y'all thought i was finished (laughs) love it thanks that's perfect you don't even have any tattoos no i don't do you ever plan on it no because like i was saying i'm so indecisive i like Mm. i i i mean maybe i would I, I would, but also it's expensive. Like I, I spend, I like to spend money on clothes and food <laughs> and cowboy boots and cowboy boots and coffee and drinks. <laughs> right. I was actually looking at a cowboy boot 
tattoo and I was thinking about that. Oh my God, one of my best friends has the cutest cowboy boot tattoo. It's really cute. It only looks cute. Maybe I would get, maybe I would get one, but I don't think so. I don't know, maybe, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Plug your socials, where can people find you? It's all at Anna Shoemaker, at Anna Shoemaker underscore. Perfect. And the album is dropping. What's your label again? I'm with Plus One. I have a single coming out next month, which I'm really excited about. Yes. Let's go. Hell yeah. Thank you so Thank you so much, much. Anna, for coming on the Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Thank you. Until next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Jassar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.